Everyone is born with seeds of greatness and capable of heroic things if given a chance. In this episode, Dr. Chris Zeno and myself, we discuss how to wake up the hero within each of us. Is your health thriving or is it merely surviving? Welcome to Thriving with Chiropractic, where we unpack conditions and lifestyle challenges in order for you to be the best version of health you can possibly be. I'm your host, Dr. Mosier, and my beautiful co-host is my wife, Ellen. Join us on this journey to thrive. Hey folks, Dr. Mosier here, and I have my good friend, Dr. Chris Zaino. Thank you for joining us on the show, my my friend. Hey, thanks so much for having me, Doc, and everybody who's watching. I appreciate you guys. We get a lot of good value today. Awesome. Well, I just want to dive right into it. Dr. Zeno, you have by far one of the largest practices in the world, and a lot of that comes from passion. So where does your passion come from? Why did you become a chiropractor? Right. So I, I believe it's it's actually easier because that's a good question that a lot of people like have issues with, right? They're like, I'm trying to find my purpose. I'm trying to find what I want to do. A lot of times when I ask people, what do you want to do? Well, well, what do you want to do? They go, what? I don't know. Right. I think a lot could, a lot of us could relate to that. I don't know. Cause we've haven't had enough experiences to really find something that lights us up. So I think the second best thing is, well, if you haven't found that thing that lights you up from personal experience, then at least, what is it something that you had personal experience with that you believe in, you're congruent with, and you're convicted of, right? So I think that's another thing uh, that really helps, you know, find a, a purpose or a, a chapter of your life. I, I'm willing to even say a chapter because sometimes people feel like, wow, do I want to do this the rest of my life? And a lot of times we don't pick a purpose or something because you're like, well, I don't see myself doing it forever. So it, it's a, nothing's for it. It could be just a chapter of your life. So um, for me, every, anything I have a personal experience with that had made a tremendous effect in my life, that I, I've been through it, I've done it, I've felt it, uh, it helped me. Now I could actually sell it, so to speak, or speak about it from the heart and not from the mind uh, as a concept. It's coming from a real life experience. So there's uh, really everything I do has that. So my component with chiropractic was I never, ever thought I'd be a chiropractor. It would have been not even 10,000th on the list. But I found myself uh, finding horrible health conditions where really, if you hear my story, it really is a perfect story to set up the whole, uh, really is the reason why I grew my practice is because here I had one Mr. America. I know I looked a certain way. I was on cover magazines, uh, training celebrities and stuff like that. So I looked, I looked healthy because I, my awareness to health was how you look or how you feel. That was my awareness. That was my truth. I think it is for a lot of people. I look good. I feel good today, right? So I guess I'm healthy. And then I get this uh, incurable, irreversible disease called ulcerative colitis, where for those that you're watching, it's autoimmune. Imagine your body attacks itself. For me, it was the colon lining. I went from about 230 pounds to 158 in three months, bleeding every day. They want to take out my colon. It was a mess. No, None of the drugs worked. But it was very frustrating because it's like, I drank water. I was, uh, I did my cardio. I worked out. I ate right. I didn't eat fast foods. I didn't eat sugars. I didn't smoke. I didn't drink. Like what the hell, what the hell's going on? So you see the, you see how uh, confusing it was. Cause I was, there was a point where I would say I was righteously the righteous, healthy person where I might have judged you for not being the healthier choices. But here I wish I was in the health and state. Someone was on a drive through to Whataburger. 
No, I was bleeding. I was sick. I was diseased because I didn't know what health was, you know, or there was blind spots I wasn't aware of. So I was about to get my colon removed. And then my anatomy teacher from 10th grade, now I'm 25 at the time. So my, my sophomore year of high school, my anatomy teacher is like, I want you to see, uh, come when you're into town, I want you to see my doctor. He's a corrector care chiropractor. And I thought that that sounded like witchcraft to me. I'm like, well, how the heck is a massage going to help a, uh, a, a organ system or a terminal disease, right? Because mm-hmm. my experience is my experience with chiropractic when I was younger was someone who taped my ankle, who, you know, stretched my hamstring. Mm-hmm. He never took the time to, uh, you know, when I played sports, never took the time to tell me what it was. I thought it was a bunch of it was, it was like cracking your knuckles, except for your spine. So no awareness. And a lot of times, ignorance is the really biggest reason why we're not attaining who we are in life. So a lot of the things that we, the, well, the problems we find ourselves in, depression overweightness, unhealthy, financial insecurity, relationship uh, toxicity, it's because of ignorance. And I don't say ignorance in a rude manner. Ignorance means lack of awareness. You know, the answer is there. We're just not aware of it. So I said, listen, I tried everything. Thank you so much for offering me to go see this guy down the road. He's like, no, no, no. He's like, listen, I said, I, well, I said, I tried everything. He's like, well, no, you didn't try everything. Because if you tried everything, you would have had your result or you would have been healthy. And I didn't realize in the time that I became a victim, a lot of times we become a victim. If you ever feel like you tried it all, if you tried everything, or even you feel hopeless, it means like you're like you ran out of options. Then we start to accept, accept the state we're in. And I didn't realize we do it unconscious. I'm like, wow, I did accept it because he's right. If I did try everything, I would have had my health. I would have, I would have, something would have been there. So I'm like, all right, so I want to see this guy. And he, a chiropractor, he took pictures of my spine, he edu- educated me about the nervous system. Uh, and it all made sense. That's the thing. Like, I couldn't, I couldn't refute it. It was someone talking about laws of life. Imagine if I talked about gravity and I talked about laws, right? You can't, they're, they're 100% laws. So I couldn't sit there and say, well, that's your opinion. That's a law. And so when I saw my spine, it was damaged. Now, even though I didn't feel lower back pain, I had damage on my lower spine. Even though I didn't feel I had pressure on my brainstem, I had the x-ray showed it, right? So I didn't feel it. But then I realized health wasn't how I looked, how I felt. It's how you function. You know, when things function correctly, if my colon was functioning correctly, it would not be in a disease state. And in, in fact, disease is not even a real thing. Disease is a lack of a thing. We don't realize that. We, we, we claim disease. We say disease is something like this is a plug. No, disease is a, a nothing. Health Health is a thing. A lack of health is this thing or dysfunction that we call disease. So disease is just a lack of a thing. And so, uh, but but still, that that wasn't enough to make me committed. And I think I'm going to say a question that every single person wants to know when they're not going through a good time financially, relationship-wise, business-wise, job-wise, health-wise. When am I going to get better? We become impatient. Doc, it's only been two adjustments. How come I'm not better? You know, like, like just like we're impatient. I've been I've been exercising for a month. How come I'm not where I want to be? So I said, what am I going to get better? And this, the way he answered this is the reason why I chose this route. Because I had to make a choice, surgery or this. He goes, listen, he goes, as long as you have that interference in your nervous system, your body is not in the, in the state or environment to heal itself. He goes, but when you choose to correct your problem that you have that's affecting your life, then your body will be in the environment to be able to heal itself. And he goes, the day and the hour you're going to get better. He goes, that's, that's not up to me because that's between you and your body. He goes, but you will get better as long as you never quit on yourself. And so that was right. I think a lot of times we go to doctors and we're expecting them to tell us an answer, but I found in my practice, the most freeing answer and the honest one was, I don't know. 
you know, your body knows. I don't know. Because a lot of times doctors will tell you something. It's a guess and you get treated for something that never was versus relying on the body to find the job and heal itself. So I wish I could tell you guys a week later I was better. I wish I could tell you a month later I was better. I wish I could tell you two months later I was better. No. Because the tough times is sometimes when we're making a change, we don't see the immediate result, right? If I start exercising today, the scale's not going to change tomorrow. Uh, just like if I started doing something bad for my health today, I won't see the effects tomorrow. If I started smoking today and drinking, I'd be alive tomorrow. See, that's the sneaky part. So um, I'm doing the right things for my health, but I'm still in the 3D world. That means my reality was still seeing blood. I was still feeling stomach pains. I was still going to bed. So the 3D reality was telling me, you're sick. You're not doing well. And uh, But I'll tell you, though, you know, knowing that a truth is a truth, in about three months, my weight started stabilizing. The blood started coming down. Um, I started uh, gaining a little bit of weight. I came off the drugs. And then in, in seven months, my body totally healed itself from an incurable, irreversible disease called ulcerative colitis. So now, guys, I have a thing. I have a purpose. I have, a, mm -hmm. I have an experience. And it, of course, I'll tell you, every successful person from Elon Musk to whoever, there's always mm -hmm. a part of their story where when you listen to it and you're like, oh, yeah, I never would ever want to go through that. Like, there's always that point where like, shit, I don't want to go through that. Mm -hmm. And so I went through that. I went through something no one wants to go through. So you don't have to go through it. Right. And so then I went back to school. I got my degree in chiropractic or my doctorate, just like you did, Doc. And people say, well, did you learn that in school? Nope. We didn't learn any of that in school at all. We didn't learn how to run a business in school. We just mm -hmm. took paperwork and we passed tests to get a paper. And that paper allowed me the right and freedom to go visit doctors such as yourself, Dr. Mosher, and learn from good people and apprentice from the people who had true practice experience. And uh, we opened our practice in 2005, and we built one of the largest, if not the largest, clinic in the history of the world ever. Almost at 3,000 people a week for a long time, like two years straight, mm. uh, until my body started breaking down. I mean, there's, there's limitations to time and matter. And uh, the reason why I say purpose is because, you know, Doc, the truth is, you know, we had this huge practice. and still amazing. I was able to teach other doctors on how to do it. But then I started losing my passion and drive from a purpose I had. And it's not because I was ungrateful. It's just I believe that in everybody's life, there's new chapters. And so my chapter was to make a bigger impact because I only could really help people in my four walls. I couldn't help the world. And so then I, I started going off to teaching other doctors, traveling, speaking all around the world. So if everybody wonders, well, why don't you still have that practice? It's, I still do a smaller level because because I want to do bigger and better things and I'm impacting more people. So that's how I got into it. So that's how my purpose at the time was becoming mm -hmm. a chiropractor because I had a personal experience. So now today people like, you know, I have stem cell clinics all over the, all the world. They're like, why do you do that? Because I, I, I have an 80-year-old mom, 84 now, who is looking at uh, opiate drugs and they wouldn't even let her do knee replacement surgery because she was too old. So she was stuck in a rock in a hard place. And stem cells mm -hmm. had my mom walking in nine months three miles a day. So wow. I have a personal experience with someone I love. So I'm saying this to just tell everybody like, cause it's both, we're talking about health, but we're also talking about if you're frustrated, you know, find something you have a personal experience with mm -hmm. say, listen, I could talk about that. I lived it. It's easy. It's easy. I've been through it. So doc, if you come to me and, and you're frustrated, Hey, how come I'm not getting better? I know. Hey doc, that's a lot of money. I know. I didn't have any mm -hmm. money. I put it on credit cards. Yeah. Like, like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like I'm not selling you, I'm not selling you a car that I don't drive. I'm, I'm, I'm I get it. I, I totally understand what it's like to be in pain, to be scared. I'm scared, doc. I get it. 
I was, I'm scared. I was scared too. So you hit a level of understanding of the person that you're working with when you actually went through experience. And I feel there's, you don't have to be polished. You don't have to have a script. You don't have to talk a talk. It's just, you share your heart and allow your experience, the things you went through, be able to help so many other people either a avoid them, cope through them or never have to get in the first place. I love it. Yeah. You, you said something there and, and uh, I don't know where this quote comes from, but your pain is a platform for your purpose. Yeah. And, and you have a, a huge platform. Um, you mentioned like um, very successful people like Elon Musk and many others who at some point in their lives, their, their story kind of sucked. Um, You're like, for lack of better. You're like, come out. I'm not yes. doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. E even myself, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, there was a, I, I started as an associate and I kept comparing my chapter one to their chapter 20. And I thought, oh, I'm not good enough for this. And I was going to quit. I was going to just go work in a factory somewhere. And, and now uh, I have my own practice and doing very well and, and, and serving a lot of people. But with that, I want to talk to you about being a hero. You know, you got to, I was dealing with anxiety and depression and feeling like I'm not making a difference. And it, and it bothered me, um, you know, and, and you say something uh, quite often that there's a hero inside of us. And I, I want to dive into that. Yeah, I think you just said it. Um, I believe we're all living a secret identity. What is a secret identity? A secret identity is this. This is my like kind of lingo for it. When we were being raised, pretty much everyone, teachers, preachers, parents, dogmas, media, movies, society, they set a, a landscape or, or they, they superimposed values on our lives on what we should do, what we ought to do, right? You should be this. You should dress like this. You should act like this. So a lot of times we, we just kind of like put on everybody else's values and subordinated decisions and opinions on ourselves. And we never, we never stuck to the kid. It really comes out. The reason why I say we all have a hero, the hero is the child. The hero is you when you're under six years old. Because let's think about it. Um, a child, when they're under six, you know, they're happy. They have imagination, which is your greatest mental faculty. Remember, everything we see here, this, right, phones, this is someone's imagination, right? Everything. Is someone's, we're talking on a computer. You guys are listening to this on your phone. It was someone's imagination. Wouldn't it be cool if... That's a kid. Wouldn't it be cool? So they imagine. And if they could imagine it, they believe they could have it. They could feel it. They were trustful. They, uh, they were kids living what I call uh, vertical time. As adults, we learn to live in horizontal time. Past, present, future. Kids, want, kids live when? Now. When do you want to do it? Now. They don't know about like yesterday. They just, they live in, they're, they're very present. They're loving. They're forgiving. Uh, they're optimistic. They're creative. They, uh, they're super playful. They, uh, they question authority. It's time to go to bed. They say, why? It's time to eat, uh, why to eat all your food. Why? They're not, they're not being rebellious. They just, they're just challenging you to be like, where'd you get that from? Why do I have to go to bed at seven? Because the other kids did. Cause your mom made you to, there's no, like they make, they make you realize if we take the time, your kids, why, even though they annoy the shit out of you, they're asking why not to annoy you because they're actually questioning Where'd you get that truth from? See, so they're always seeking their own truth. It's still daylight out. Why do I need to go to bed? You know, stuff like that. Um, and their number one question they ask is why? Because they're always looking for truth. 
and we were all those amazing qualities. You know how people people go to Tony Robbins events? They go, they spend hundreds of thousands of dollars to get these the, these uh, uh, success characteristics. And then I realized one day, you don't you're like, why are you looking for them? You had them, like you still have them. They were always in us. All the things, positive mental attitude, um, confidence, uh, you know, uh, self esteem, self value. We had that all. Mm-hmm. We were born with it. So if we were born with it, because as kids, unless we were abused, so it would be before the abuse, mm-hmm. we all had these qualities. So it was beaten out of us, taught out of us, squeezed out of us, disciplined out of us to be conform, to conform and be like everybody else, to become a factory worker. And I was like, wow. So it's like, it's not about a state of attaining this thing. Joseph Campbell said in The Hero's Journey, The Hero's Journey is not a state about obtaining something. It's about rediscovering and reattaining what you always had. And the cave you fear to enter, you know, holds the greatest treasure you seek. And a lot of times it's going back and just going back to who we were and giving yourself permission. So we live in the secret identity. And in the secret identity, all the depression, the insecurities, right, wrong, good, evil, judgment, guilt, shame, comparison, jealousy, coveting, which is basically how you feel when you go on social media, right? Good, evil, right, wrong. Religion's good and evil, right or wrong. My team's better than your team. Judgment, coveting, someone else says, oh, I, I don't live a life like them. So it's bringing up all these emotions that, of course, we feel anxiety. Of course, we feel depression. And what depression is, is remember I said before that disease is not a thing. It's a lack of a thing. Disease, health is the thing. Disease is the lack of a thing. Well, depression, and I know you felt it, Doc, and I know mm-hmm. it feels like something. But depression isn't a thing. It's a lack of a thing. So what is depression? It's your inability to express yourself. That's why. Because you said it when you said, I felt depressed because I felt I was not making an impact. You basically said, I was depressed because I feel I wasn't expressing myself the way I wanted to, but I was scared. I had fear. I didn't want rejection, whatever it is, it stands away. So I want everybody to understand if you're feeling depressed in any way, shape or form, you must ask the question. What, what am I failing to express? There's something in you that wants to be expressed out. That's why you're depressed. I really want to do this. Express it. Like no one's going to judge you. Express it to yourself. At least know you first. So if you realize that depression is the opposite of expression, that means you're. That means what am I not expressing? And you'll realize, wow. And then when you start to express it, that depression melts away because you're finally able to do that. Depression is just a symptom of you not walking in your truth or not being honest with yourself. And a lot of times being honest with yourself in a relationship, a job, you know, like I said, here's that Elon Musk thing where like there's that story where a decision has to be made that looks super uncomfortable, quit your job, find another relationship, get out of a toxic relationship. Um, Like, right. This is where those moments, those heroic moments, those, those hail Mary moments have people choose because they're choosing instead of comfort and safety and certainty, they're choosing the unknown, to be able to express themselves the way they were created to. And that is a hero's journey. The hero's journey is walking into an unknown, but you know, you rather walk into the unknown than stay in the comfort of your secret identity, tormented, knowing that you're grieving your potential. So that's what you felt. You're grieving something. Why do I feel this way? I'm depressed. I like, I was the same way. I checked off every box guys, Money, everything was there. Money, car, blah, 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 house, beautiful. Why am I depressed? Because I'm failing to express who I was really created to be. You know, it was, I, you know, I was tormented. I was grieving my potential. There was so much more I felt I could do, but I didn't know I could do it. I was, it was comfortable. Things were good, but that's the problem. Things are good. So we want to just keep them good, but you're tormented by 
uh, what it could have been. And I wow. think uh, it gets to a point where I'm not telling everybody, I'm not telling anybody when to do it, but anytime you decide to go on that hero's journey of your life, it's the right time. So I'm not I'm forcing you guys, hey, you know, because you, if you have a bad relationship, you'll put up with it enough until you say enough's enough, right? Mm-hmm. So you're all going to get there. I think that's just kind of the beautiful journey of life. But I believe a lot of people, they just totally, it's like the matrix. They just keep on taking, what's it, the blue pill? They just, <laughs> they just distract. And I think depression comes also from you just, uh, what do you call it? When you, what do you call something when you deflect it? They're deflecting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then when they deflect, I work with a lot of men. They deflect, and what do they turn to? Distraction, drinking, pornography, affairs, gambling, mm-hmm. working out. Like they, they distract themselves, yeah, because they don't want to face what is the real thing to really be able to move forward. I think, I think we all they come to a, a fork in the road, yeah. and we have to decide to be that hero that you know we're called to be, you know, uh, or we can just continue to be a victim, like you said, and. and right. There's something um, that you've said before that no one is coming to save you. Yeah. You know, we have to make a choice, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And so I have, this has been absolutely phenomenal. Um, Dr. Zeno, I would love to have you as a guest again. Um, but folks, thank you so much for tuning in and listening in. I hope you got a ton of value in this. And remember, your story matters and why don't we do this before you do it well hold on yeah yeah yeah. so everybody's watching here because you know the thing is we just don't want to be talking heads we want to know what people want to know so anything that any question this stirred in your head or any kind of thing because i know it this should have got you thinking so please send those questions they could get the right they send the questions in yeah yeah yeah, so send questions send comments Mm -hmm. even send ideas that it sparked in your head that you would love to hear and then I'm sure Dr. Mosher will be more than happy to talk on elements and what do you call it? And topics you want to hear versus what we think you should hear. <laughs> yes, absolutely. That's good. That sounds great. Well, guys, I'll see you guys next time. Thank you for joining. We truly hope Thriving with Chiropractic is making a positive impact on your health and wellness. Please comment and share this episode. We would love to hear from you. And as always, remember, your story matters.